0: Good day, and welcome to Morsels from the Throne Room of God with Ty and Betsy Tice. Before we get started on our episode today, which is called the Baptism of Power, I'd like to share a couple things with you. Many people wonder why we call it Morsels from the Throne Room of God. It's because these are inspirations that are given through Different sources, people who have mentored us, and people who we have great respect for. We're not going to be giving names just from the simple fact is if it doesn't have the anointing of God on it when we're speaking, it's of no effect. And therefore, we wouldn't want to hinder what they've done in the past when they had an anointing. So most of all, you must understand that morsels from the throne of room of God must come with anointing. There's two types of preaching. One is expository, where you go scripture by scripture. And as you do this, you'll, if you're a minister or a preacher, you know you'll use commentaries like Adam Clark. In fact, Adam Clark was one of the first uh, commentaries that I used. It was given to me by my father-in-law, uh, Charles Smith, what a wonderful man of God. In that, I was preparing a, a Palm Sunday service. And I had received earlier the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And Satan has a way of always playing with your mind. And one of the first utterances that I came up with was, Hoshanana And Satan whispered it in my ear and said, Oh, you made that up. Why? Because I had watched Shana that afternoon on TV. And it bothered me because I thought, no, I didn't make it up, and it didn't come from that. But while I was preparing for the Palm Sunday service, I was reading in the scripture and through the commentary, and there Adam Clark explained that in Old Hebrew, there was a word that they would use, and it was, Hoshanana, save now, Lord, we beseech thee. I literally wept that day as I presented the Palm Sunday service because I realized God had confirmed that Satan was a liar and that he's true. The other form is what we call topical preaching. And topical preaching is when you take an issue And then you gather the scriptures around to explain the issue so it has relevance for today. One of my great mentors that I love so much was Dr. Dale Ackley. And a lot of the sources come from him and from other great ministers of God. And I told Dr. Ackley one day, I said, look, I said, you've got to be careful. He was visiting our church. I said, I just preached one of your messages, so don't preach that one today, right? And he looked at me, and he laughed. He said, Brother, he says we can preach exactly the same message, and because of who we are, it will have a different anointing on it, so don't worry about it at all. And I realized how true that was. I remember one time reading a sermon from Charles Spurgeon. Loved ones, I love Charles Spurgeon. What a man of God. But, oh, was this sermon boring, boring, boring. Why? Because I wasn't reading it with anointed ears. But he must have preached it with an anointed speech because at the end of that sermon, many fell out under the power of God. Now, that was unheard of back in those days. So you have to realize that without the anointing, there's nothing. So as we present different sermons from different sources, and many of them will be from different people, and from Betsy and myself, that I am praying that each time you hear one of these morsels from the throne room of God, that what you hear is with anointed ears for your place, For your time and for your situation, so we may all stand before the throne and say, Only Holy is the Lord God Almighty. And with that, we go into the episode today of the baptism of power. We live in a society that is hungry for power. (laughs) If you've been watching the news lately, you know how true that is. They seek authority. They seek power and control. Man's idea of power will include many things. Being at the top of the corporate ladder, being chief executive officer of a large company, having a position of authority, having the ability to exert control over others. Oh, we see so much of that today in politics. Many seek independence from submission to others. Some will cheat, steal, lie, and even murder to claim a position of power. The power of God, the Father, is the baptism of power in the Holy Spirit. What is this power? And what is it given up to us for? The Greek word dunamia or dunamis, we take our word dynamite for this Greek form. It means might, ability, strength, abundant force, and miraculous power.
1: And now I will read some scriptures that relate to this spiritual power. Micah 3.8 but as for me, I am filled with power, with the spirit of the Lord, and with justice and might to declare to Jacob his transgression, to Israel his sin. Zechariah four six. So he said to me, "This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel: Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit," says the Lord God Almighty. Luke four fourteen. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. Acts 4.33 With great power the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and much grace was upon them all. Acts 6.8 Now Stephen, a man full of grace, God's grace and power, did great wonders and miraculous signs among the people acts nineteen eleven, god did extraordinary miracles through paul and 12 so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them
0: in application this power could be said to include the following the power of a holy life the power of a self-sacrificing life, the power of a cross-bearing life, the power of great meekness, the power of passion, the power of a loving and living faith, the power of teaching and preaching, the power of moral courage to live out Christ, the power to prevail with both God and man. The power to leave a godly impression upon the minds of others. Power from God, power of God, power with God.
1: There's some specific areas in our daily lives where we must have Holy Spirit baptism power. Power to gear, carry out the great commission, make disciples. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We must not make this charge the great omission. We must understand that this is not an option. We will be held accountable for obedience to this command. 1 John 2.19 We know that we have come to know him if we obey his commands. The man who says, I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar and the truth is not in him. But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him.
0: We look next at the power to work the works of God. John 6 28. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works that God requires? Jesus answered, The work of God is this, to believe in the one he sent, he has sent. John 9, 1, as he went along, we saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might dis- be displayed in his life.
1: The gifts of the Spirit are to give the believer the ability to work the works of God. When believers are assembled together, the gifts that should be manifest in the body are 1 Corinthians twelve eight. To one, there is given through the spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same spirit. Nine, to another, faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one spirit. Ten, to another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking a different kinds of tongues and to still another the interpretations of tongues 11 all these are the work of one and the same spirit and he gives them to each one just as he determines
0: the next area that we need to look at is the power to release faith to do its mighty work to release faith one must first obtain it. Isn't that so true? Mark 1, 22, 23, 24, and 25 says this. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth. If any one of you says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes of what he says will happen, will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it. It will be yours. Not that you're going to, my friend. I'm stepping in here with a little commentary. Not that you're going to receive it. That you have received it. Wow. Okay, now I'll go on with the scripture. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Hebrews 11:6. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him.
1: We must have power to persist in waiting upon the Lord. Waiting upon the Lord and placing your hope in the Lord are one and the same. Leaving yourself, no other options. Isaiah 40:31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Waiting also has to do with the highest level of trust. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight.
0: And then we must acquire the power to love. First of all, God, then others, and then yourself. Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven 37 through 40, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. The power to love is only found in the Holy Spirit.
1: We must have power for prevailing prayer. James five seventeen. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly, that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops.
0: Prevailing prayer is simply prayer that prevails. Earnest prayer, faith-filled prayer, believing prayer, humble prayer, thankful prayer, pure prayer, spiritual prayer. Romans eight twenty-six and 27 says, and in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the inner because the spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with god's will my brother and my sister today i'm praying that in accordance with god's will that you will walk in grace, but most of all, that you will walk in the baptism of power, which is through the Holy Spirit himself, who has given you this day, the ability to fulfill the great commission, to go and tell the world who Jesus is. Does that mean that you need to become a great preacher? No, your testimony, my friend, is your declaration of who Jesus is in you. Your walk daily. I watched some dear friends of mine who, uh, I'm going to name one because I just like to embarrass her once in a while. Her name is Audra Sherwood. That girl once told us, you're a retiring pastor, but that's okay. I'm your legacy. And I chuckled at that. I thought, thank you, Lord. I want someone who's willing to carry on the work that you have set forth, but that it's you that's in her. And she spends more time as a walking testimony than she ever does preaching. But I'll tell you what, she has a whole Indian nation that respects her and wants to know more about Jesus because of her. And I'll tell you, my friend's, That day is accomplished by each of you when you say to the Holy Spirit, Lord, here am I today. Please use me to your glory and to your pleasure. And then with that, my friend, we say today, as you walk in the baptism of power, go with God and be of good courage, for he has overcome the world and you walk with him. God bless you. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.